God said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Do you know what the net is? Somebody say what? Your words. The net is your what? Word. Why do you think we always... Look to the person next and say neighbor. Come on, shout it. Say neighbor. Something big. To me. That's what we're going to talk about. Something big is getting ready to happen to me. You got to get that in your spirit on this morning. That something big is getting ready to happen to me. Read Ephesians 3.20. Read. Now unto him, Paul is writing to the church. He said, now unto him, he's referring to God, uh-huh, that is able, that is able, and we'll come back to that in a few minutes, uh-huh, to do exceedingly, to abundantly. do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, uh-huh, according to the power that worketh in us. So what God is saying, I can do bigger than what you ask for or what you can even think about. So whatever you're asking me for, or whatever you're thinking about in your mind, God said I can do greater than that. Amen. Y'all didn't get that. Amen. Whatever you're asking God for, yes. or whatever you're thinking about in your mind, God said I can do bigger than that. Amen. Notice what he said, that God is able. And this word able simply means capable, able to do, or has the ability to do greater that you can even ask or think. So God has that ability to do something big in our lives. And we're going to look at this morning in the word of God that God has always done big things for his people. We're not serving a midget God. We're serving a great, big, universal, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent God. Omnipresent means everywhere at the same time. That, now that's something big right there. Notice he said that God is able to do exceedingly. And this word exceedingly means over and above. So God is able to do over and above whatever you ask or whatever you think. God said I can do bigger than that. And we are entering into the season of being. I just heard that the Holy Ghost. We are entering into a season of being. I thank God that I passed the test with the small. Thank God for the small check. Now it's time for me to get a what? Big check. Thank God for the little car. Now it's time for me to get a what? Big car. Thank God for the little house. Now it's time for me to get a what? Thank God for the little church. Now it's time for me to get a what? Plenty. God said, I'm able to do plenty. I'm, I'm able to do more than what you have. 
have now. Y'all don't get it tonight. Abundantly meaning plentiful. Plenty. More than enough. Overflow. Overrunning. I'm so blessed I can bless you. And the next word is above. And this word above means to a higher place. God wants to take the church. God wants to take you. God wants to take your home, your marriage, your finances, your relationship with him to a higher level than him. How many know it's a higher level? It's a higher level than God. It's more God has in store for you. Watch this. It's more to God than what you're experiencing right now in your life. And we talked about last week how we have to take our limits off of God. People can have God in the box. Amen. He didn't do it for song, so let me hear you do it for me. So notice what this word big means. Large in size, large in numbers, and large in amount. I've been faithful over a little, and me being faithful over a little has qualified me for the big. See, don't expect big and you haven't been faithful with the what? Look, the Bible says when you are faithful over a few things, he'll make you ruler over much. So what qualifies us for something bigger? You pass the test with the little. So if you haven't been faithful with the little tithes, you sure ain't going to be faithful if you get your big check and you have to pay bigger tithes. I'll get it in a minute. See, I just lost some folks right there. Because, see, we expect certain things from God, but we're not doing our part. And we're going to work this this morning because I want you to see that we serve a great, big God. Stand up. Y'all too dead for me. Go to the big people and say, bigger is coming. Come on, bigger is coming. Come on, shout to your
we're going to say through chapter 5. Something big is getting ready to happen for me. Luke chapter 5. Start at verse 1, read. As it came to pass. As it came to pass. And if you believe God, it shall come to pass. What shall come to pass? Whatever you believe in him for, it shall come to pass. Read. That as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Notice, the people did what? They pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Listen, they was hungry for the truth. And you can tell when people really want the truth. And when they're hungry for it, they're getting depressed. They will be all casual and laid back. They was radical. They really wanted the truth. So when you want the truth, you are pressed for it. Read. He stood by the lake of Genesaria. Jesus stood by the lake of Genesaria, uh-huh. And saw two ships standing by the lake. He saw two ships standing by the lake, read. But the fishermen were gone out of them. Notice the fishermen were gone out. Now notice these were commercial fishermen or professional fishermen. In other words, they knew how to fish. Read. And were washing their nets. And the Bible says that they was washing their nets. In other words, they had came until the end of the day where they was getting ready to go home. And we're going to read they hadn't caught anything that particular day. But they noticed Jesus waited to come after they was done. And God cannot move in your life until you're done. Exhausting all of your strength. All of what you think it ought to be and how it ought to be done. Notice he waited until the end when it was done. Then he showed up. Read. And he entered into one of the ships. And notice this is important. He entered into his business. He entered into his establishment. Listen, you can't prosper without God. Your business won't prosper without God. Your home will not prosper without God. Your marriage will not prosper without God. Listen to this, preachers. Your church won't prosper without God. It takes God in order for you to prosper. I don't care how educated you are, or how smart you think you are, or how long you've been saved, God will go away that you're not used to him going. Because we try to confine God and restrain God and keep God in our little bitty box, but God is bigger than your box. God's bigger than your church. God's bigger than your denomination. Because some denominations got God limited. They only think God can move one way. Read. Which was Simon's. Which was Simon. This was Simon's ship or Simon business. Read. And prayed him that he would thrust out a little. He said, man, look, get out of your comfort zone. Sometimes God can't move because we are too close to the familiar. God wants you to get all the way out of the deep where you don't have nothing to hold on to. Sometimes God has to get you all the way out in the deep before he can do what he wants to do in your life. Some of us too familiar, we're too close for comfort. In other words, one of the ways you can tell when you're out in the deep, because you have entered into a zone where you're not comfortable in See, a lot of us like to be in control, and we want to control everything. But 
listen, if you're going to walk with God, you're going to have to give up control. And you're going to have to allow God to take you in some areas, in some places where you don't know how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, and who you're going to do it through. All you know in your spirit is that who's going to what? Do it. And it don't matter how you do it, or when you do it, or who you do it through, just as long as you what? Do it. Say, God, just do it. So God got to get you out of the way and get you out of yourself. Read. Thrust out a little from the land. He said, thrust out a little from what you're familiar with. Read. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And Jesus sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Verse 5. Now when he had left speaking. When he had finished teaching. Read. He said unto Simon. He turned to Peter. Read. Launch out into the deep. He said, get out in the deep, man. If you're going to get something big, if you're going to get something great, if you're going to do, if you want me to do something miraculous in your life, you're going to have to get all the way out in deep water. Come on, and you know what we don't want? Deep water. What does that mean? When you get in the situation that's over your head. Now this is prophetic. It's in red. Notice what Jesus said. Lunch out in the deep and let down your net for a catch. Ah. Watch this. You know what the net is? Somebody say what? what? Your words.
comes when you can believe it before it manifests. to a level in God where I think and say, boom! Yeah. 
by speaking and saying, boom! That's a whole other level. And most Christians ain't on that level. Somebody say amen. Watch this, read. And have taken nothing. Watch this. As if Jesus didn't know. He said, I have toiled or I struggle all night. I come to preach to folks who've been struggling. Who've been taught. Who've been trying to make something happen instead of letting it happen. Watch this. I have taken nothing. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. In other words, he had to change his mindset. He had to change his way of thinking. Read. At thy word. At thy what? Word. At your command. Read. I will let down the net. I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had done this. And when they. Not him. But they. And we're going to deal with that in a few minutes. Read. They enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And their net break. Peter was not the only one that got blessed. Look, look at this. When God is getting ready to do something big. It's not just for you. The reason why it's big is because you're going to need some God get ready to do something amazing in this church. Look at me. It's going to be real good. God is getting ready to do something big. God's getting ready to do something miraculous in this church. And everybody's not going to benefit. Let me tell you why. Because everybody ain't coming in. Come in. Watch this. If you want to work naturally, you ain't gonna work spiritually. There are some folks, watch this, I already got in my heart and mind that I'm gonna bless when God bless this church. You know what? No, I'm gonna bless them. I'm gonna hire them full time. Let me tell you why. Because they have already proven themselves to be connected. I watch folks. I watch for what you sell and what you do. And there are some folks that's already in position in this church that we're going to make full time and we're going to pay you because it's going to be so big one person can't have it. And you know why it's been taking so long for God to do what he's getting ready to do? Because you have to get people in the right place. God got to prove folks. You got to get to know the leader. You got to get to know who's around you. You trying to hold on to some folks God trying to move. And the sooner you let them go, God will do what he's going to do because he knows that they not going to act like God bless me some folk got jealous. I see that in the spirit all the time. But what happened, it manifests itself fully when God bless me. Because you have to be able to have a jealous people when God do something big in your life. And a lot of us can't deal with folks. So God got to mature you some more. Got to take you through some more changes so you can get delivered from people. Because if God bless you with what he wants to bless you with, the people will tell you what to do with it opposed to God telling you what to do with So God got to get you delivered from people first. That's why I take it. You wonder why I take it so long? Because God's still working on you. He's trying to get you prepared for it. So when it happens, you won't backslide. Some folks get blessed, they drive past the church. I used to go there. <laughs> what did happen? You got blessed and now you, you have to get it. 
Read verse 7. Verse 7. And they beckoned unto their partner. Notice, when God commanded this blessing to manifest in their lives, they called, that's what beckoned me, for their partners. Why is that important? People that was already connected. See, watch this. God cannot bless you the way he wants to bless you until you have the right people in your life. Partners. What is a partner? Somebody that's in connected, that's connected, or like, listen, listen to this. Somebody that's properly connected with you. Everybody in part, some people move wrong. Simply they have hidden agendas. Only God know that. So sometimes God got to move people out of your life. And you want to try to hold on to no, let them go. Because when God bless you, they're gonna show their true colors. So he begging for his what? Partners read. Which were in the other ships. That was in the other ships, read. That they should come and help them. He needed help because what God blessed them with was so big. People look at T.D. Jakes and they look at him and they look at him where he's at now. T.D. Jakes had always been where he's at. It was a time for 20, people don't know this, for 20 years, 20, say 20 years, Bishop Jakes had 200 members. For 20 years he was pastor. And all of a sudden, boom! Now he got 30,000! So for 20 years he had 200 members in West Virginia. Nobody knew who he was. Wasn't popular. Didn't have a big name. But he was serving God. And he was faithful. And all of a sudden, you heard about T.D. Jakes. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning in to our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough, and I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter one talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter one how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.